And we're live. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to A Certain Point of View here on a Monday as we are catching back up after this weekend uh, here on a Monday evening. Here to talk collision. And as you can see, we are plus one tonight as Mr. Frank Janice is with us here to talk some showdown collision after uh, one of the biggest events that we've had here uh, for this league. And uh, we have a lot of cool things to talk about tonight. Uh, matches, in-studio perspectives, being that we do have two on the panel who were there. Um, but before we get to all that, how's everybody doing? Jill, I'll start with you. You're officially in a new pad. I'm in a new pad. Look at my look at my bare, empty walls. <laughs> there is nothing here. Um, everything is in a box, literally right there. I just have not had a moment to like even think about where I'm going to put my streaming stuff. So I'm currently just sitting in my bed, uh, hanging out. I got a Gatorade. Um, Although, shout out to Kristen Smith for sending Sean and I housewarming presents already. And she got me a Rapunzel Pop. Like, <laughs> oh, nice. so freaking cute. I know. I don't have any Rapunzel Pop figures. So that's definitely going to go on my streaming setup. But yeah, that was good. It's good to really? surprisingly. I know. I know. Like, she asked Sean if I had any. He was like, I don't. I honestly don't think she does. And I don't. Um, so, yeah. So it's nice to finally be in our own place, but it's it's going to be a hot second before everything is out of boxes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you do have the box box king with you, so you're good. You're good. Uh, Valid. <laughs> I want you to do unboxing of his mini people. Little he men. legit talked about, so no lie, he was like, I kind of want to do a stream of me, like, building your vanity. And like... <laughs> Okay, I'd watch that. <laughs> as long as you don't have to do it, right? As I mean, he's doing it, so yeah, you're catching on. You're catching yeah, on. See, yeah, there you go. There you go. See, see. Um, Brian, how you doing, man? I know you. Uh, you had Saturday school this week. You hanging in there? I'm exhausted. Six <laughs> six day work week. Sunday, right back to it. I hate kids. Oh. They're just in the wrong profession. <laughs> I know. No, they're not. They're not horrible. So far, they've been good. It's just like, I don't know. They grew a little bit stubborn uh, over quarantine. They, they are not afraid to say no now to your face. Uh, I don't know if uh, quarantine was a good thing anymore for them. But uh, yeah, but. Uh, Today was not too hot of a day, which is nice. Being Sacramento is always hot. True, true. Even though it was hot enough to knock Jake's power out before the show, so there's that. Let's let's not get into that. Let's yeah, that's but yeah. I'm glad Frank's here because clearly three hours wasn't enough to talk uh, the rundown. <laughs> I can't get enough. I need more. <laughs> to wow. be fair, I asked him before he did a three-hour show. That's, so that's on him. And that was a, and that last hour was very impromptu. I, I was like. Why not? <laughs> I just, I'll just keep going. I'm not doing anything. Uh, Molly, how about, how about you? How are you doing? Doing good. I I feel like my schedule is all off because we're doing this on a Monday. And I also did right. uh, like another podcast today, which I don't normally do. So I don't let like, hashtag what day is it really? Hashtag, I was going to say hashtag what day is it? And yeah. we did Jacob and Taylor's show yesterday. How was that? That looked fun. Yeah, that was really fun. And um, I had a lot of wine. They started to show a bottle deep. So <laughs> uh, that's what Alex said. Uh, 
queen. No, it it was good. They they tried to throw Jurassic Park and Pirates of the Caribbean: The Curse of the Black Pearl at us. Like tried, they did, and I was like, did. "How dare you?" Yeah, that's true. So How dare you, sir? How dare you? Jurassic okay. Park one, but still. What? Okay, Jill. I Pirates is great, but Jurassic Park. Mm. Mm, strongly disagree. Hot takes by Jill. Wow. <laughs> strongly <laughs> disagree. Um, I'm just glad Jesse's taking my spot next week, taking it back because they have to do decide between what was it, Molly? T two and what? Oh, uh, dang it! Now I can't remember. It was Terminator two. And was two was towers? It, oh, two towers. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And Mara was. Mara's gonna have she's gonna have some fighting words next That'll time. Be exciting. That'll she be exciting. she was like, I'm going to be outside your window by the next time. Like she was not having it. So Molly, we're out on this one. <laughs> uh Frank, how you doing, man? You've been busy. You know, you had the taping for the cantina stuff yesterday. It's been crazy with Schmodown, work life. How you doing? Yeah, I'm doing I'm doing all right. Doesn't feel like a Monday. It's still because <laughs> When you have a taping, you know, sometimes they're, you know, especially like a live event, even though it wasn't a live event, it was a live taped kind of event. So those usually happen like on a Saturday, right? So yeah, treated it like a, treated it like a Saturday and, and during the taping, after taping, we treated it like a Saturday. And Are you, morning. did y'all, so did y'all party? Did y'all party after? There were extracurriculars, sure. And <laughs> uh, no, it was great. Yeah, it was great. That's that's um, why we saw you uh, getting some Taco Bell before the show. That's yeah, yeah. I also had to get some fuel. <laughs> good old Baja Blast. Just got it so that, good. That actually wasn't a... Baja Blast. It was actually full of Pedialyte. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It yeah. Needs to hydrate. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm doing pretty good though. I'm doing pretty good. Um, yeah, thanks for having me on here, and uh, course, looking forward course. to hearing what you guys have to say and. And, and really uh, break some of the st stuff down because there's a lot that happened. There was yeah. a lot that happened. There was a lot yeah. that happened. Four big matches, two in studio, two uh, digital. Uh, Cutscenes, production value. We're going to get into all of it. And I want to start this off. Before we get into matches, uh, I said it up top. Both Jill and Frank were in person. You saw them on the stream. They were there. Uh, I kind of want to pick you guys' brains a little bit about being back, uh, what it was like, the atmosphere, seeing people for the first time, uh, obviously, it's a whole new studio. Uh, it's been, you know, 13, 14 months or whatever. What did it feel like walking through those doors and seeing everybody back to compete in a Schmodown match uh, just with everyone involved, Captain Morgan, all that stuff? Jill, I'll start with you. What did it feel like? Uh, it's surreal, to be honest. Like, it was because we hadn't seen each other in a year and a half, you know? So it was like, but we, well, we hadn't seen each other in person for a year and a half, but also on the same side, it's like we still talk to this group of people like all the freaking time like i see shannon pretty much every week like on zoom or same with like frank or like rachel silvestrini and saul and we so it was it was kind of interesting like I've, i i don't i haven't like missed you guys really but also i miss you guys kind of like thing you know like it was one of those really weird things but as you saw in the by the way i hope they do those behind the scenes like 
video things for all live events now because that was so freaking cool and that got me so pumped up um but as you saw with kate's little video montage where she literally hugged everybody in sight that was pretty much everybody like whenever someone entered it was like oh my god like freak out hug uh but who was the first I think it was Ellis, to be honest. I think Ellis was the first that's one. That's a good out. person to be your first hug. Yeah, that's his first yeah. good hug. He, he came out when we were, because we had to sign, you know, we had to sign like waivers and stuff because it was like taping and so you were signing stuff. And then I, Mark came out and he was like, oh my God, you guys are here. And like, so I think I think it was Ellis that we saw first. Um, but no, it was it was just, it was nice. It was just a, you know, it was like that chewy we're home kind of moment. Like, <laughs> Cause like that was like Frankie knows that what we did on Saturdays. You know, we'd go to the studio, we'd hang out. That's what that's what we did. And so just to get kind of sense of normalcy back for a bit, it was a long freaking day. <laughs> let me yeah. let me tell you, it was a long day. Uh, but it was it was just fun just to hang out and drink some Captain Morgan. And see I was going to say, I mean, it's a sponsorship with Captain Morgan. There was clearly plenty of it. Clearly, plenty. Uh, <laughs> there was I, uh, plenty of it, but I don't know that there was plenty to drink. Oh, <laughs> that's fair. Oh, that's see, fair. see, I didn't drink any until Dwayne. There was a table of cream cocktails, and Dwayne was like, "We need someone to drink these because these are just going to be sitting here." And I was like, "That tracks." Jill's like, "I'll take one for the team. <laughs> I'll do it, guys." And I missed that part because then all I could get was the like the non-alcoholic versions of their mixed drinks, which are still pretty they, good. They were but, very good because they had to stop serving after a bit. But can we just talk about Frankie Janish in a suit, though? Because Frankie in a suit is just... Yeah, it's a treat, isn't it? It's a treat. <laughs> <laughs> it's a treat for us, treat for the eyes, treat yeah. for the yeah. 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 yeah, I can't do it too often because, you know, people get weird around me when I do. So, it's just safer for everyone, you know. And plus, you know, I can't be showing up Brad Gilmore all the time. You know, that's his thing. I can't take it away from him, you know. So That's all Who he has. That's all he has. It's his whole identity just in a suit. Yeah. Uh, I do want to bring up this comment real quick. Uh, Brian Ward, this was awesome. Uh, yeah. Kevin Smith's custom I ran. I was watching it last night. And I literally went out to Sean and I said, they made a Kevin Smith jersey with the quirky logo and sean wet that's the coolest thing because he's a huge kevin smith and he was like i that's really badly want a dungeon one just the giant dungeon they can't it's a kevin smith thing it's gonna be on whatever dungeon kevin smith is so cool (laughs) uh frank for you i mean look you you've been doing the pre-shows for quite a while with these these live events you and brad or or you and jen or a combination of the three of you what did it feel like kind of stepping back in, interviews, talking to a bunch of people, and just being back? Yeah, where's my stats by number? Num- numbers. That's what <laughs> I was waiting for. Uh, did you not watch the pre-show? No, I want, like, a little, like, cutaway Brad. to Brad. And it's like, oh, hey, you know, like you used to do. I mean, there was a version of that in the pre-show. Yeah. We, we... Oh, maybe I, I missed that part. Yeah, I missed missed. The whole literally minute chunk. There was like, was like yeah, was fifteen like minutes, bro. Of Frank yeah. just talking. I to watched himself. it from back to first, so that's probably why. <laughs> okay, all right. It's like that's fifteen like... minutes, bro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just um, saw this. You freak out with video, Drew, and that was. Enough. Yeah, no, that was that's definitely a highlight. Um, yeah, that was great. 
I remember <laughs> Christian Christian came up to to me and me and Vito Drew and was like, "Hey, we want to do this thing." Blah blah blah. And I was like, "All right, yeah, sure, sure." <laughs> and so we go do it. We only did one take of it, and I'm not surprised with her. Yeah, yeah. And, and then we walk out of the room and we see Christian again. He's like, "That's it? You guys are done?" I was like. <laughs> Yeah, we fucking nailed that shit. You know? like, I'm sorry. And so we are professionals. Yeah, I was like, it was one take, and it was, it was like, and like the camera operator was like laughing. So I was like, that's good enough for me, you know. And so I was like, I was like, I think we're done here. Although when I watched it back, there's a couple things that I wish I would have did a little bit more, but it still worked out really, really well. I really, I'm really glad how it turned out. And I think um, my idea, and I even I told this to video Drew the other day. I was like. Wouldn't it be interesting or fun that whenever there's like these big events, whether it's a live event, collision, spectacular, free for all, we just we just we just reunite for and like have one of those interviews every every event. And maybe you know, maybe maybe we'll do one at Spectacular and kind of do just it. that'll be like the, the the running bit from like, you know, from each event, which would be really fun. It's kinda of like build off of each each one and like have yeah. like a weird history of our interviews together. So that would be fun. Do it. Um, as as far as seeing everybody else in studio, and I think Jill has talked about. You know, I've seen a bunch of these people. Uh, I think like a couple of times before we even um, saw everyone else again back at studio in some form or fashion. And so it was cool though to see everybody back in that setting. You know, where mm -hmm. we're where we're all gathered gathered there together to do something silly, stupid, fun, hilarious, exciting, entertaining, and. Um, you know, just like everyone getting together and just put it on like one big skit of of like, hey, what if we you know, we do movie trivia? What if we just did it like really big? Like, yeah, what if we got like cameras? What if we got smoke machines? What if we got light? You know, the so smoke just, machines yeah, were yeah. so freaking good. Like I, that watching that been, being, so it might have been my favorite part of seeing like the slow mo intros and like it feels like a total yeah. Thing. When someone's introducing themselves and they're just sitting there on camera, it's so cool. You see, like, Saul is just stone-faced. Brennan Meyer is uh, grinning ear to ear. Like, it's totally different for each person, which why it makes it so fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I I'm very excited with how the production went and knowing that it's going to continue to get better from here. Because we're all, like, actually, I think – for a large part of that team has thought about this is what they want to do. You know, this is how it could look. Then they finally get to get to put it into practice. But then when you put it into practice, then you go, Oh, maybe we can do this a little bit different or this a little bit better. And so I know going forward, especially I'm, I'm very excited then for spectacular because yeah. there's be another version, another vision of what we're mm -hmm. doing, but now it's going to be even better, I think. And, um, overall, I think it was a great, uh, first production <coughs> of this type of scale and size and quality. Um, but the most thing, the thing that got me the most excited though, was like, all right, we got this one done. What are we gonna do for the next one? Because I, I know there's a lot more ideas kicking around and, and ways to accomplish the production. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, that's it's very exciting to know that we're kind of like at this level. And this is kind of like the idea of when Showdown and Skybound got together. This was kind of like the like the idea of what. And then this idea got stalled for like a year and a half. So uh, we're finally getting um, the chance to do it. And I think, you know, it, it started off in a, in a really great direction. Yeah, just imagine having a year and a half of doing this, what it could look like now. But, I mean, first product out of the gate, and it looks incredible. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, let's yeah. let's just get into it because we do have four to break down, discuss, talk about. Uh, let, let's go through release order. So we'll start with the first digital match of the day, and that is the Star Wars 
match between Andrew DeMolanta and Laura Kelly. Uh, these two have been waiting to face off for quite a while. Um, and it's been something that's been in the works for a little bit as well. Laura's been waiting since February uh, to play this match. And unfortunately for her, she came just short. And Andrew DeMolanta defends the belt once again um, up against someone he has played in the past uh, in a very, very well-fought match on both ends. Um, Molly, I'm going to start with you. You're the active Star Wars competitor here. You're probably playing along, <laughs> got some thoughts. Uh, what did you think about the uh, Dimolanta Kelly? I loved this match. It was it was a great match to watch and play along to. Um, they both did really well. I I feel like Laura struggled a little, little bit in the speed round, which for I sure. mean, for sure, I would I would bomb a speed round most likely, but. Yeah, the, the questions were great. I thought there was like a really good mix of like easier. Oh, bye, Jill. <laughs> <laughs> not not easier questions, but it, it was like more surface level stuff. And then there was some in there that were like really deep cuts. So, uh, yeah. And I, I loved seeing their promo work, too. And just like how they cut together, like all of their stuff that they've ever kind of like done together since you know, the, the five way at celebration. Um, yeah, it was really, really entertaining. Yeah. I, I loved seeing, and you expect this with this type of match, but every round had like levels of questions in them. Like you could have had uh, quote unquote, like a surface level question in there somewhere, but then the very next question could have been something that totally stumped you. And we, I have never seen either of them struggle in the first round. Like they did in this match. Uh, they both struggled a lot. Yeah. Um, and I had never seen that from either of them. So I knew right out of the gate, like, okay, this thing's going to be an absolute banger. This thing's going to come down to the wire. It's going to go back and forth. Uh, and it definitely lived up to that. Brian, what did you think about this thing, um, watching it through five rounds? Um, that Molly needs to stop saying make harder questions. <laughs> because they're clearly <laughs> coming for blood now. <laughs> Uh, PJ's sitting back. He's he's twirling his little mustache. And Jeremy. Any other way? And Jeremy. Jeremy, Yeah. Um, Life zone. What the? I still don't know what that is. Ridiculous. That was a new one to me. I yeah. I was like, I still don't even understand what they're asking or what they're asking for. It was just like, what? (laughs) Like this is insane. Um, Great match. Honestly, like, if there was no speed round, like, this would have been a possibly a different story. Like, I mean, Laura kept up. That speed round, she, she looked visibly uncomfortable. Like, 100%. 100%. Um, which, you know, I can't, I would probably be the same way because I try to do it, but there was a lot of numbers and they weren't difficult. But it made you stop and think. And I'm pretty sure I saw someone say that in the chat, too. Um, they were ones where you had to literally spend a second and go, okay, wait. Yeah, the two the two that you're talking about, I'm guessing, are how many movies were Boba Fett in and how many directors have directed live-action Star Wars movies. That one was the one that got yeah, me, yeah. where I was like, yeah. no. Because a lot of people, and obviously we're, we're talking about Star Wars nerds here, but a lot of people think that George Lucas directed all three of the originals. Yeah, sometimes that can get in your head if it's something that's been there and you don't realize that there were actually two other directors. Then you got to think about Ryan, JJ, uh, Gareth, 
Gareth Edwards, and then Ron obviously um, Ron Howard. And then mm-hmm. you got to also wonder what about Chris Lord, Phil, or Phil Lord and Chris Miller? But um, that could also pop in your head at that point as well. But that's that's a hard question. That is a very very hard question. Especially yeah, for speed round. Yeah. For exactly. Speed round, yeah. They were they were not uh, easy, quick answer speed round questions. Like they they made you burn some time to mm-hmm. think about it. And I think that is something. I, I don't want to say we haven't really seen, but like they were not w- ones that you would like immediately like, okay, seven, eight, blah, 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 blah. Like you had to go, okay, wait. And that, so that was, I, that was interesting to me. Um, overall, I thought Laura did great. Like I was, I was very pleasantly surprised comp- for the fact that she hasn't done any since February. Yeah. We yeah. were in August. <laughs> yeah. A long freaking time. Yeah. A long time. So, I mean, I thought she did great. Speed round sucked. But other than that, I, I, I thought it was a great match. That was, were, that's like one of the hardest speed rounds I think I've ever seen for Star agreed. Wars. Yeah. Which makes yeah. it fun from our end. As, as watching, maybe not, maybe yeah, not yeah. whenever Molly ends up playing one, but oh, yeah. by, the, yeah. by the end, me and Alex were like, God, you guys are so slow. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> Louise. Uh, Frank, what about you, man? I know you've already said some stuff online, but what did you think about this one? No, I really enjoyed this match for the fact that it wasn't a robotic, 100% accurate match. Because I think from time to time, you know, when you get these perfect, you know, accurate matches, it can, it can be somewhat robotic in, in my opinion where it's like it's it's still entertaining that like holy crap you you know all of this stuff all these deep cuts stuff i never even would have thought to ask about um that's still entertaining sure but i think what's more entertaining for me as a viewer is the the humanist to miss questions and then the humanist to hit, hit absurd questions as well like a couple questions later you know, you can miss a deep cut here, but then you can hit an even. De- then you get correct answers on deeper cuts over here, and I'm just like, Phew. it's just that to me is more entertaining when there's more chances for a comeback or you know, um, where everyone's not so perfect and robotic in a sense. Which it's not, it's not, and these players aren't robotic. Laura Kelly and Andrew Demoth are not robotic by any means, but um, I appreciate the fact that we can start missing questions here. And it raises the stakes even more in terms of, you know, just because you're down a couple points doesn't mean game's over, you know, at the end of the third round. Obviously, the speed round has implications in every title match across every division. um, And the the betting round can, too, as well. But I thought Laura coming out the gate, challenging that Rogue One question. um, That was such a great challenge. Really great challenge. And right there, I was like, damn, she's locked in. She's really... She's she's she might do it here, and because you gotta you, in matches like this for Star Wars Division, you have to take advantage of winning challenges. And if you think you're right and you really believe it, you know as good as everyone is in this division, you probably should challenge and just take a swing at it because you never know. And, and it's a big spot to go up. I think was it one or two points on Demonte at the at the end of that yeah. round, right? So, mm-hmm. um, and then still holding a lead, I think going into that betting round. And obviously, the wheels kind of fell off there for her in the speed round, which is always 
that's going to be the the one thing, whether it's the fast money version we have in the digital matches or the buzz around matches, which, you know, obviously we'll talk about with the team's match, but those are always have proven to be, can prove to be the great equalizer. And I think this version of the fast money that the writers put together for this, I think actually does make it possible for a comeback to happen because in previous versions we've seen everyone just goes 10 for 10 or they go nine for nine and they pass on one, you know, and it's like, all right, that doesn't really do anything. Cool. Um, this one really did something here. And I think the, the speed around question should be more difficult because I think the, the format, the way players are playing, like we need that. We need that. And so you got to be more strategic in, in the speed around now. Like, if you're going to pass on it or you can take a shot. Because I think Laura Kelly, there's which question she went back to on, I forget which one. But it was like, it just felt like she just answered it for the sake of answering it, just to see if she would throw it out there, not really recognizing, or at least in the moment, that you'd be docked a point if, if you if you miss it. So I think that uh, was the Yaddle question. Yes, the Yaddle one, yeah. She yeah. she knows that Yaddle's only in one movie, but she said two, and I could yeah. tell like right away she was like, oh, no. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Uh, the match overall... <laughs> Incredible, Andrew Di Melanta, you know Jake picked me up another eight points, so that was great. <laughs> you had to throw that in there, dude. Well, you know, I, don't see the ra- I don't see the ranking updates anymore, Jake. What's that about? You know what? I've become extremely busy, and that's on me. I, okay, I'll put it up tomorrow. I'll put it up tomorrow. I'll put it up tomorrow. We'll see. I, Frank, I would you really think I was going to come on here we'll, and not we'll bring see, it up? We'll see yes. Frank's lead. We'll see Frank's lead, and then we'll see how Jill has closed the gap, shockingly up against me and how my team has <laughs> fallen very quick. So. <laughs> uh, I see Rashad uh, asking in the chat about the challenge that Andrew wanted for the speed round. I don't think he would have won that challenge because I know he was probably talking about the the stalker versus the Avenger Star Destroyer, the one that spits out the probe droids at the start of Empire. The stalker is what it used to be in Legends. Um, and then all the updated information on like Wikipedia and stuff has it changed to the Avenger, which is a weird thing. And like, I I don't blame him for wanting to bring it up for a challenge, but I don't think he would have won the challenge. Yeah. If you stick to canon, it seems like they would have just like denied that in a heartbeat. But I do, I will say, I love the rule that you can't challenge speed round. Like, I think that's like so smart that it's in there. Just leave it alone. It's over and done with. Like you did. Like whatever happened, happened. I'm gonna um, I'm gonna disagree with that. Really? Yeah. <laughs> um, I understand why I think it was implemented to just kind of. It's part of the the fact that the league doesn't really like this version of the speed round. Let's just get through it. You know, let's do it. Let's get through it and, and onto the final round. But the other part of it is, if there is, um an inherent like an obvious error you know um it should be corrected it shouldn't just be like if because if you see it we have the power to change like to correct it and if so it's i get it you know it's it's it is what it is and that's the rule and they follow the rule and and, you know all right but at the same time you know and and (laughs) even i think even in the live chat at, at that point uh, the league was saying this is why it's going away, and it's like, well, I, that's kind of like, like a cop out ant. Like, yes, yeah. we could, we could, mm-hmm. like, if it was really a wrong thing, like, 
we can fix it. And I think if there was a more of an uproar behind the scenes, and I think it was I, like if this was in yeah. a singles division where people actually have knowledge of this stuff, you know. Um, whereas I think the only people that would recognize that is Andrew and Laura in that moment, and I doubt anybody else there could weigh in on that. <laughs> because if there's more of a pushback, then I think the, then the league would continue to be like, all right, all right, all right, all right. I hear you. All right, let's take a look yeah. at it. So, but I mean, this idea that if there's an error. Oh well, uh, I don't subscribe to that. So that's fair. But luckily, yeah, we'll, I mean, we won't that... have to deal with this that much longer. Hopefully, which is a bummer because yeah. I actually like the speed round personally better than the buzzers. But no, that's just I no. seeing the buzzers, buzzers back made buzzers. me remember how much I missed the buzzers. buzzers dude. Yeah, we're buzzers. and we're gonna get to that buzzer because man, mm. was there a show for those buzzers? Um, <laughs> but Jill, you haven't said much about this match yet. I want to shoot it to you. What did you think about uh, Demolante Kelly? No, I just kind of want to echo off of what uh, Frankie said that this, for me, this has been the first champ, the star, first Star Wars championship match in style where I didn't have anxiety over how intense it was. <laughs> like, I think both Laura and Andrew were having a good time with it. You know, like we saw both of them bleed. Like we saw Andrew miss him in round one. We saw Laura miss her first round two question in forever. You know, so, and it was like, and they had this fun banter and it was like, obviously they're taking it seriously. They're Star Wars competitors. They always do. But it wasn't like, oh my God, I'm dying over how freaking intense this match is. It was, a, it was a fun, enjoyable match. And it was, it, it wasn't one of those, oh no, they missed one. That's the game. You know, it, it was not that kind of a match at all. So that I really enjoyed. Um. I also want to talk about the fact that uh, Andrew DeMolanta lives in Orlando, Florida, and has never been to Galaxy's Edge before. Uh, <laughs> that's a that's a choice. <laughs> um, that's a choice. Uh, but no, it was I. I enjoyed this match, and uh, I, I was rooting for Laura. And it's a shame that she uh, had that rough speed round, but it it she'll she'll come back fighting. I know she will. She always does. No doubt well, in my mind. And to what happens in the next match that we're going to be talking about as well, more than likely, and obviously it's a decision he has to make, but more than likely, she'll probably be in the Star Wars tournament because um, we haven't seen her much yeah. this year. Yeah. Uh, it's between her and Ace, right? You know, yeah. Ace got his chance in the first tournament. Maybe she'll get her chance in this one. Um, there's still a decision to be made, but luckily on Winston's side, if you call luck, the fact that she lost now that he can play her even more going forward mm -hmm. whenever that time does come if he chooses to do so uh which is kind of the positive of coming out of these matches uh for, yeah. for a couple of these players so i'll say that one again the that choice for swag comes down to who's more available well yes and i, and I did like that winston was kind of playing around I was like i might just have you guys fight it out I love that. Yeah, honestly, that's I what he should do. I, he should I think do. he should do the same thing. Do like a, a three-round mock match, and whoever wins plays in the I, ag I agree. Iron, Iron Man match. That. First person to lose is out. Oh, yeah. I mean, there you go. Yeah. Brutal. That's it. I agree. I agree, though. 100%. Uh, yeah, I will so, say, oh, the ahead. one thing I, I know we already said something, Laura's challenge was just incredible to me. I haven't like, talked about that. That was great. I know we already talked about it, but like, like that is something like someone who has been putting in the work for like she was able to articulate like for 
as people that were like, what is she talking about? Like, she was like, this is, in this, it's this, and this, and this. And it's like, oh, I didn't even know that was a thing in the movie. Like, well, and, and they even had to come back after the research and say the only place it said 13 years was Wikipedia. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. how detailed she was to knowing that. And yeah. It seemed like, like and I don't, obviously, Molly's not going to reveal whether she knew or not, but it almost <laughs> felt like she was the only person on the planet that knew that that was the case. It was... Well, like that honestly was like one of the best challenges I've seen in a while where it was like <laughs> she had her facts and it was like backed up. Like she made the claim and case for herself in the challenge. Like she yeah. gave it to them. Go check this basically because this is what it said. And though, if you're going to challenge like that, like if I'm the other competitor, I'm just like, yeah, you might as well just give it to them because they're they clearly know exactly what they're talking about. So it, it was impressive, really impressive to me. All right, we're going to get into uh, the IG match next, but we did get a super chat from Mr. Tim Sim here. Uh, so should a perfect five-round game with buzzers must include buzzing and getting all five questions correct or just not miss a buzzer question? I think it's just not missing a question. I would agree with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so the, the way that I that I keep track of that, not like on a stat purpose – for stat purposes is exactly that jill um is if you don't miss like uh even even if you don't even buzz in at all like i can't penalize a team for not being able to buzz in faster mm -hmm. i because i don't it's hard to say whether or not they would actually know the correct answer or not so how can i make a judgment on whether or not to dock them for an incorrect answer or give them a correct answer right so but there are there are levels to perfect perfect games in the showdown, whether you bet three in, three two or one or zero, um, in the in the betting round, whether or not you answer one two three or five you know speed around questions. There's going to be there's obviously like the most perfect game you could ever have is answer everything rounds one and two perfect, bet three hit all buzzer questions and hit your hit all the way to the five, right? That would be that's like the max pinnacle perfect perfect game and then there's other perfect games but just tiers of perfect games below that as you adjust for you know the betting round and the buzz around so um that's that's how it's that's how i've kept track of it and that's how I've, I've always kept track of it and even for the digital versus studio matches where there's 10 questions for digital uh speed round and then five for buzz around right you're gonna have digital records and non-digital records and that's just that's the only way to do it and be fair about it because that's an additional yeah. five questions in digital that are not available in in regular in-person studio matches so you do have to split them up that way and you know that's just that's how it has to be frankie numbers has spoken i would agree um all right well let's move on from the star wars match if we have nothing else any any final thoughts can't wait for the tournament. Uh, yeah, I can't wait for the tournament. Can't wait for Thomas. Thomas and Dimalon. Yeah. Which is gonna be oh boy! I as yeah. much as I wanted Laura, I I wanted Laura. Thomas and Dimalon is going to be just like this, and I cannot wait for it. That's Molly's probably happening like, really mm -hmm. soon too. <laughs> Thomas, Thomas is terrifying. I, I've known Thomas for quite some time now, and uh, yeah, he—he's no joke. <laughs> <laughs> All 
Um, all right, let's get into this IG match. Uh, so we have Saul and we have Amaru Moses facing off in a number one contender match to go on and face uh, either Mike Kalinowski oh, or John yeah. Drew the Chosen. And Brian called it. Oh, he made the call. yeah. Uh, Amaru Moses walks away with the dub. Who did, one via who did Frank pick? Hey, Saul is on my fantasy team, so who do you think I have to pick? <laughs> <laughs> um, but surprisingly, uh, Amaru walks away with the TKO in this. Uh, not surprisingly. <laughs> not surprisingly. That's, that's a little nope. surprisingly. I didn't think so. I don't think you were, su- you were surprised that Saul would miss that many questions. Yeah. Yeah. In a live. I thought he was going to be different live. And that's, I true. I swear to you. I was like, I don't know how Saul will do live. That's in my head. I was thinking, cause he's very like, um, kind of, he like in his own bubble, but now you have an audience, you have people around you. You can't really freely be as animated and stuff. And he was for Saul, in my opinion, minus the when he grabbed the mic, like while he was playing, he was very tame. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For me. So I don't know. But it, it's what- tough when you, when you're the type of character that Saul has been portraying because it, it leans so much on the fact of you having to be proficient and winning because it's very hard, I think, to go out there. And keep up the act, and then be trailing in a match. Mm-hmm. I mean, you also want to be respectful of your opponent as well. And so, there, there's certainly been cases and matches where there's a lot of talk before the match, and then once it once it gets into the ring, then it's all right. We're all it's we kind of like drop the act at the door, and then we just let's answer it, and then we'll pick up where we left off at the end of the match, you know, potentially. So, but it, it was I wasn't too concerned with how they were going to perform in the studio matches. I was curious about it, but I wasn't too concerned about it just based on everything that I had been hearing about Amaru and and how Saul is. And, you know, it certainly looked like, though, that in that second round, it really got to Saul once he, once he missed that first question. <laughs> I, I don't know about you, Jill, I don't you, Jill yeah. but when he missed that, I mean, it almost looked like deer in the headlights. Like, yeah, there's something, I... like a different shift. You could just, like, feel it just yeah. like something gets sucked out of the room. And it was like, uh-oh. I think it's getting to him now. Because he missed a couple in the first round, you know. And yeah. Amaru, but, like... This is why we have them here, people. This is exactly <laughs> why. <laughs> and, like, you'll feel yeah, this stuff, was... too, like, at live events eventually. Like, when these moments happen, especially with a bigger crowd. I mean, there's only probably, yeah. like, I don't know, 25 of us in there or something like that watching If the match. that, yeah. Yeah. So, but then, like, even with just that... The whole production, you know, everything around you now, the lights around you, Christian's like 10 feet away from you, and you got Sam Levine in the front row, and and you got Andrew Guy hooting and hollering, you got Mike Kalinowski in the crowd, who's the Intergeekdom champion, he's watching you, right? That's and true. And you miss a question, and it's like, boom, it's all hitting you. And you're like, crap, like, I put, and, and Saul put so much pressure on himself to be perfect. He does. He, he does. Really does. He does. And I think all of that just kind of coalesced at that moment, and I was like, I just saw him in his eyes, just like, just i don't know i don't know he just went to another place i feel like yeah yeah i don't i don't disagree i i agree with you in the fact that once this first question you could definitely feel a shift in the room and something was going on in his brain that just shut off and it's it's unfortunate and i i i know he's better than how he played that day 
Um, I and Amaru proved why he was the second overall draft pick. He is an amazing IG player, and we once again proved that at Collision. Um, but I expected a close match because I know how good Saul is, and the Planet of the Apes wield slice for strikes again, man. That's a rough slice. I, I don't know how everyone, and obviously we don't know his all his strengths and weaknesses, but I thought that that was an odd choice. I was I surprised. That was a very odd choice. When yeah. he got it, he immediately went, let's go. Yeah, and he I was like, again, holy I crap. I don't know what... I don't know what his ultimate strengths are. I don't know what he's the best at because we we've only seen a, him a handful of times, and I don't know what he's been studying. But I, when he spun that and he immediately went and said yes, I was I was shocked that he Me went with, because we've seen Planet of the Apes and it's been used a lot this year. Those yeah. are going to be deeper questions than what they have been in the past, especially mm-hmm. on this stage. Yeah, yeah. I immediately was like, whoa! Like the quickness to saying yes, I was like, yeah. Oh damn! Like. He must really know apes to the point where, like, he's confident he is not going to even go to multiple choice. Like, that honestly was probably one of the most surprising parts of the whole match. How instantly wasn't even a thought. Yeah, I'm picking it. Like, yeah, I was, like, what what else is the benefit of acting that way? It's like it doesn't affect your opponent. It's mm-hmm. just yeah. like yeah. so. Like, yeah, I thought so in the moment. I was like, damn, he must be ready for this slice if he's really, you know, because yeah, or. You know, I don't know. Maybe he's just trying to psych himself up into like you know that he can do it or whatever for whatever reason. You know, um, it was yeah. I think I'm right there with you when he took it like that. I was like, oh shoot, yeah. All right, yeah. Well, we got ourselves a match. Okay, it made me <laughs> think. It made me wonder if there was something on the wheel that he just like did not absolutely did yeah. not want, yeah. and That's he was going to take anything else. But yeah, it, it could have also been like a yeah. confidence trying to boost yourself up. Like yeah, that's no problem. I got this. Those damn dirty apes. <laughs> and I, I will say some of those questions, they, they were very well done questions. They were. The, they the, were the, rough. The first question, the Beneath the Planet of the Apes question, was such a well done question. Because you can easily, I thought it was Escape from Planet of the Apes. Because the way it was worded and what happens in that movie. Um, and it, it tricked him. And like Frank said, from their perspective. And then on top of uh, Amaru getting the steal. It just kind yeah. of just yeah. all fell apart. That that yeah. was especially when I think because I was I was sitting by Andrew guy the whole time and we had a lot of those like lock eyes look at each other like oh yeah. kind of moments yeah. and when that when Rue got that steal it was like ah like oh okay this is this is what's happening and it and it, it like I said Saul's a very good friend of the Sullivan household and so it was it was it was hard and Saul is one of those competitors who takes the losses very seriously he 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 kind of has that internalization thing of when he loses and it's it's he, it it was it he took it rough but I mean kudos to Amaru man he played a freaking great game and he's he's mm. told people many times the lights do not affect him he has done this before this is not his first radio and he proved that he proved that yes that. Don't worry, Melissa. I'm letting these five, four people who picked Saul say what they want about Saul, but I'm no. Well, hey, we can we can. Just I'm give it, I'm We're give it. gonna get into Amaru. I know. I was, was just. I was no, doing. I know. I was I'm doing it. the shift. The Screw second, you. The second, <laughs> the second rude. something. He he popped in the chat. He's been waiting all day since he saw we were gonna talk yeah. about it. Um, yes, Amaru, we did pick against you, uh, and we apologize that we picked against you. 
I don't um, apologize for anything. <laughs> that is I true. did what I had to do, and I do it again. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, look on on Ruth's side. I mean, look he he was the number two overall pick in this draft this year. Yeah. Um, he's had a lot to live up to, and like he said in his post interview, he wasn't just the number two overall pick. He was the first match out of the gate, and now he was the first match back in studio. Yeah. There's a lot of things that he has done this year that a lot of rookies would not be doing um, yeah. in any year of Schmodown. And he has lived up to every single one of them. Uh, he looks yep. to be the IG competitor that uh, we were told about. Uh, he looks very well-rounded. The fact that he took graphic novels in round two, I was blown Blue away by that. Mind. Yeah, Blue blown my away mind. By that. Yes. I looked that at is Sean and I went. That's a slice <laughs> that a lot of people steer away from. Yeah. And he went with that and he just rolled, walked away the and, TKO, uh, and now he's going on to face either Mike or Chandru, and he looks strong. He looks like one of the strongest IG competitors that we have this year going for sure. Picking uh, picking graphic novels, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that is what us young folk like to call uh, a flex. Um, <laughs> and uh, that was a... Uh, that was a flex. Like he he picked graphic novels, and I went. I'm sorry. What you're yeah. picking? What yeah. category? Yeah. I okay. went. No. Okay. No. I was like, no, don't pick that one. And then I was like, well, all of us you're... did the same thing. We were like, was that? probably. If I audibly said what, then it what? was probably <laughs> we an audible. Then what? what? <laughs> it was probably me. Like, because that because we've seen it. Graphic novels is one of those slices where it's like. What is this film that I've never heard of in my entire life? This is a comic book movie. Okay, I believe you. And he confidently chose it and he freaking slotted it. Like he he did great. And also just added thing, Amaru is a peach. Just I was just gonna that. say he brings <laughs> such a good energy to everything. Yes, he does. He yeah. does. He does. He's one of those people when he he walks in the room and you just you just can't help but feel feel a little bit better. Like he, he just can't help but smile. He's he's a he is a lovely human being, and it was oh, it was no. fun. Yeah, he's a he's to... a tremendous asset for for the schmodown for the energy. Oh, Look at, yes. the, um, God, yeah. Christian did that on purpose. If you of cannot, course he did. You, you cannot tell me otherwise that he did that. Well, man. To, to be fair, he he thinks we usually do this on Sundays, so maybe maybe not. What are we talking about? What are no. we talking about? Christian dropped just dropped the Star, the Star Wars. Wars bracket. Oh, okay, cool. Um, but I will say this. Rue is two, a cold... Two versions, by the way. Two versions. Two versions. If, if Harper oh, yeah. wins and if Demolition oh. wins. Oh. I will say this. Rue is a cold-blooded assassin. That man did not show a lick of fear, <laughs> intimidation, nothing. I, I just, mean... I, I love when, when Saul picked up the mic and Rue was just like... <laughs> like just it honestly like, felt like the more Saul was doing was like making him more powerful. Yeah. It was just like, keep talking, just keep talking. Like, wait till we start doing this, yeah. and that's it's what like, it felt you'll, like. You'll find out today, sir. You'll yeah. find out today. <laughs> so, yeah, I this honestly for me, I'll be completely honest. This was the match I was looking forward to the most. The uh, like, if I had to pick one, honest match. Oh yeah, Frankie. <laughs> Uh, don't worry, Frank. I had the same thought. I mean, I'm excited, uh, but yeah, the, the last like, match was on, I was looking forward to. Like, but hey, for you do you. you, know, you know. I mean, <laughs> hater. Uh, <laughs> but no, I, I was real because let's be honest. Like, 
I a lot of people pick Saul on this one. Mm -hmm. A lot of people. And there you I mean, Sam picked him where he did for a reason. Yeah. Saul has been a bulldozer since that Brandon Hannah match. Like it's been like get out of the way. So it could have gone both ways just by pure strengths on both sides. But uh, yeah, no, I, I honestly was looking forward to this one the most just because it had that for most major upset potential and it. And it happened, I think. So, well, speak, speaking of uh, quote unquote upsets, we did get a super chat from Tim Sim uh, real quick. He said, no lie, this was an upset in my book since I chose Saul at max confident points for four. Uh, I'm stunned at uh, Amaru's performance and how the lights got to Saul. I would, I don't think, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call it an upset. I wouldn't, because. No. I wouldn't Amaru, call it an upset either. Amaru was the old, number two overall pick. Like, you know. And he, so, and, and he played well and he progressed from. Yeah, no, I don't think that was an upset and, at all. And, and he played, he played a quality opponent in Moose and. And Saul played against Greg Alba and John Humphrey, no disrespect, but like that wasn't like that's they didn't come into the showdown with that expertise or that skill set for inner geekdom, right? Mm -hmm. Uh Moose did, right? Jesse Swift yeah. did. Like they came in there for you know, for that. Yeah. And Amaru played those players. And Saul, to his credit though, when he played against Greg and John, he was lights out with what was given to him and, and how far yeah. he could only go in those matches with with them being a knockout. And so he did amazingly well for those two rounds he played each time in those matches he gets to the final round here you know now it's now it's a different situation it's especially now that we're going to get this brandon hannah Saul rematch because that's going to go to a third round God. it's going to go to a third round so. when christian announced that we were sitting next to hannah and we were like oh <laughs> i know jake, jake is stunned as well I know, Jake is Did he Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even notice. I need to I'm screenshot gonna, this. I'm there gonna, we go. Let I'm gonna remove screen. him real quick until he comes back. Oh, there go. Oh, that was good. Sorry, Jake. I'm not laughing at your expense. Uh, I hope he didn't anyway. have another power outage. He oh, probably no. did. Sacramento oh, is just gnarly right now with power outages. Well, well, let's 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 keep the train a rolling then. Uh, Can I just say I I love just I just quickly glanced at that of the Star Wars bracket. I love how literally everything changes on both. It's just like this, and I'm all announcer just like except nope, for me, no, like, you, yeah, you no, ain't no, like playing against each other. This is not changing. <laughs> yeah, Molly. Whatever. Uh, are you gonna are you gonna play in the same room? You're gonna play in the same room. I would love to. I, I haven't should. talked to any. I haven't talked to anyone about logistics, but I would love to just play on the couch. Well, if you were, if you were, you'd be playing in the same room. So, what is digital? Digital, like, play the same room. Yeah, I we're gonna try to because first, get like, in person digital match. Yeah, get I'm comfy. gonna be punching him in the arm the whole time. Oh, I, I just, I just want to hear one time if you're in separate rooms. Missing. <laughs> <laughs> you suck. You suck. I'll just yeah. I'll just let the dog in there, and he'll just like completely throw him <laughs> off. Put yeah. the cat in there too. 
Yeah. Put like a piece of steak underneath his chair. Yeah. And so then just like open the door and just yeah. This is this is the season of war, so there could be exactly. some uh, you exactly. know. I mean, if you've got Kaiser as your manager, you know that there's at least a few tricks he's got ready for you to pull up oh, against Alex. I mean, ask him to do it during uh Pippin's feeding time. So that way it's just constant <laughs> meow. Meow. Yeah. Just open that the would door. be that'd be interesting. All right, let's no. let's let's get back to collision. Let's talk about uh, the next match we have on the collision roster, which is this was a duty. Uh, we had Kevin Goodenough Smith versus Lady Justice Marisol McKee. Uh, we were all very much on the same page with this one. We were all like, "Oh, Marisol got this, no problem." But Kevin had some choices when it came to challenges. But uh, overall, I thought he played pretty well. Like, even with the Kate challenge, which in my book I think is now one of the most ridiculous challenges I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, and it bit them in the ass. Did it did. Yeah. It did. Um, but it was fun. I, I, I enjoyed that match. It was kind of fun seeing Kevin give Christian a new one. <laughs> it was kind of... Yeah, that was that was. There's all that. There's all this. Yeah, that small little piece that's thoroughly enjoying it, just a little bit. Oh, definitely. Just a little bit. Oh, definitely. For sure. But for sure. I I mean, Kevin did great. Yeah. I mean, Marisol did what I assumed Marisol would do. Right. I don't think anyone was surprised by Marisol. Like, I mean, she did exactly what. I at least for me, I expected. Kevin Smith, on the other hand, way performed higher than what I was expecting. Me too. Like yeah. beyond. Um, I I at one before this match aired, thought that there could even be a TKO possibility. That could possibly be a thing. Um, but he left me impressed. Um. However, I think that the silliness might have costed them this game or at least a chance to continue yeah. the game because I don't know what you think, Frank, but had he had that challenge, I think Christian would have redone the, the question. Not, not a chance. Not a chance. You don't think so? No. No. No, no. Um, I had talked to a few people this past weekend about it, and I think I don't even know if I actually I don't even know if I talked to Christian about this actually, but it's just some other people, and there, I think the consensus was even if he had a challenge available for that situation, it was never going to happen. It was never going to happen. Really, um, you don't think so? No, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't. I, I don't like. It was pretty definitive, <laughs> and 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 I think. The part here that I think oh. we got to start oh, he's back. trying to remember. We got Jake back? He's back. Hey, welcome Are to the back? show. <laughs> I, it, so everything was working, but nothing was moving. That doesn't sound weird. Like so like I, I heard I was hearing everything you guys were saying, Oh, okay. but everything was frozen. Weird. So I don't know what happened, but... Yeah, so. Well, we kept the ball rolling for you. I hope you're proud of us. Yeah, say it again. 
I said we kept the ball rolling. I hope you're proud of us. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we didn't completely uh, derail. Yeah, continue. Continue on. I was upload. I was uploading the Star Wars brackets where I was. So just continue. Oh yeah. We'll talk about that at the end of the show. So go ahead. Um, no, I was saying uh, about Kevin Smith and that his scary movie and your winner. You know, wait a minute, it's gonna be three. I think at that point it was about I. If I'm Kevin Smith, I'm, let me just try and pretend like here's I'm Kevin Smith and, I, and here's my internal thoughts of, all right, I already lost. Let's let's just Burn twist the, the knife. Down. Let's just have some fun with this. Let's see what happens here. Let me throw a fit yeah. just for entertainment value. And I think that's all it was. And people in the chat were like, "What the hell is this dude doing?" <laughs> and then later on, we see you know that scene with Koi and Christian you know on the phone. And then I think some people came around and were like, "Oh right, this is what Schmodown does." Except in this case, I think. Normally, it's kind of built out of like a post-match interview. This happened directly in a match after the match had basically concluded. And so I personally think that's what was going on at that point. Was it, I guess you could say it's too close for comfort in terms of the ending of the match and then kind of bleeding into a kayfabe thing and storyline thing. Um, which, by the, which I think, you know, if, if that was actually by design or taking advantage of that moment like that, I think was brilliant because it really got people fired up and mm-hmm. just, I mean, the chat was like incredibly upset and just like, he's a disgrace to the game. Never bring him back. Uh, he, you know, I love the game. It. No, it was I great. Loved I loved it. I'm like, the match is over. He lost. I don't, he can say whatever he wants to say right now. It doesn't I'm mean sure, Jack I'm sure the same like, people saying that are the same people that are like, I miss storylines. It's like, sure. here you go. Here's one. Like, yeah. like stop stop it. I, I love that. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, like I said, like the match was over. It was done with. The The decision was never going to be reversed in, from how I, you know, was watching the match. And they just decided, you know, let's, let's have some fun. We lost. Let's. You know, add a little, add a little more flavor to this loss and spice it up, and and then we got a pretty good possible possible development out of that, right? Mm-hmm. And that doesn't happen if we just play it straight and go, all right, I lost. Yeah, I didn't have my best stuff today. All right, well, let me get on the next one. Like, and yeah. then then we have that. No, that like this is part of. It's tough to do because I mean, look, like in this is more uh, orchestrated in Chicago when who's the boss? lost to the odd couple ben bateman has to get smacked in the face like right after a loss that's not fun but that's you do it because <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean it was fun for some people to watch and probably for roxy to do but like it wasn't you know like an ideal situation for ben but you not know like all. this is part of this is part of the entertainment side of it that i got to follow through and sometimes orchestrated like that and then sometimes it's a spur of the moment thing. It's it's improvised right there in the spot, and then you run with it. And I think mm-hmm. that was the case here. And so, um, you know, it, it people are going to get upset, and there's there's always going to be people like that that won't always understand or get that there's an element to this that's outside of the questions and answers. There's a little mm-hmm. bit more to it, and a lot of people enjoy that aspect. Some don't. Some don't care. And you know, you're going to have all those groups of people. Uh, watching these matches for various reasons some for all of it some for you know those individual ones and that's fine but um you know i personally i loved it me too i mean it it's people are still talking about it i mean they're not talking about like 
oh, Kevin got his ass kicked, which he didn't. But not like, at all. I mean, no. He he looked good, but like it makes people want to see Kevin Smith a little bit more. Uh, on top of the fact that he is just Kevin Smith. Like mm-hmm. now people still want they're like, you have those people that are like, he was robbed. Like he needs another mat. Like it it you're drawing the allure of more Kevin Smith. So mm-hmm. I mean it's it's a, it's a smart move. I mean, like, I mean, I'm pissed, you want, I'm pissed at him. I'm don't you want someone him. like Kevin Smith playing into that side of the Schmodown? Like, oh, absolutely. Fun the, with that? So, the like, nicest that's a win. guy be, <laughs> like, kind of like a jerk about it? Like, of course. Love it. I don't see it. Love it. He's kind of healy a little bit right, right now. Love <laughs> so. it. I'm, I'm a little mad at him just because he got he, I missed fantasy points with him, but that's just my thing. So. <laughs> um, we did get a couple in that one. I don't want to talk about it. Oh, it was Joe. That's right. Yeah, whatever. Uh, we did get one from Tim Tim. Uh, I'm guessing this is what we were talking about at the moment. Uh, Kevin's challenges and his antics surrounding them got some people angry at him, even some of his longtime fans. I have well, thoughts. Well, that's that's fans for you. <laughs> I have thoughts on that. So what would you rather someone do? Do some antics like what he did or have someone get generally pissed because they're not drafted onto the faction they want and they've threatened to not play again? Which antics would you rather have? Right. I mean, facts. That's what we call Jill. Jill's coming in hot right now. <laughs> Molly, I would, I would the bust out. I'd bust out my teacup. Oh right no, now, where's my fan? <laughs> just, just saying. Which antics would you prefer? Like, um, another one here from Christian. Uh, Christian Hardesty. Uh, if Kevin answers Kate Planchet, they would have been tied going into round three, and the and yep. the Gene Wilder mishap could have uh, could be a different discussion altogether. I couldn't um, which, believe that Gene Wilder thing. I yeah, was like, was, what? I was blown away. And I love the way he played it too. Like Christian went to him first and he goes, um, okay. And just like put the card up with his hand over it. And <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. Played into it. it was great. It was great. Uh, another, just, uh, just the first name, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the next one here from Tim Sim, uh, Marisol will be the first woman since Clark Wolf in 2018 to challenge for the singles belt thoughts uh i mean i think it's something we all predicted as much as great as we think kevin smith is and he put up one hell of a fight i think we all expected marisol to be here at this point uh she is arguably playing the best this year outside of Dimalanta. um and so it's no surprise that she's here at this point right now mm-hmm. yeah i don't think it's that big of a deal really you know it's just <laughs> You know, it's just another person playing a, a title match. I don't get it. Screw like, you, Frankie. People play title matches all the time. Like, <laughs> no, it's obviously a pretty big Frankie. deal. <laughs> it's obviously a pretty big deal. It's pretty exciting. And uh, especially for uh, a player who's only been in, you know, like a season and a half, you know. So. She was, wait, she was drafted last year but didn't play until the tournament, right? Correct. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, you should play Paulo Yama. So like, or no, that's she right. played Bonnie actually first before the tournament. And that, oh, then, and that match, that's right. Yeah. That match is still one of my favorite matches. Right. And, uh, and then, then she played Paul Oyama and it was a tough match. Paul played perfect, but, uh, you know, so Marisol got a taste of what it takes to, you know, play at the top. Mm-hmm. And now we see her on this run right now, um, coming out of this match, right. And, and facing either, uh, Merle or Ethan, which both are just playing incredibly well, 
just as well as her. Um, and, you know, Marisol playing in the title match, first first woman since Clark Wolf. Yeah, it's been a long time coming. I think it's yeah. exciting. And I think also what's really fun about it is the community is really behind Marisol. Has been from, like, the jump because mm-hmm. she just had, like, that quality. Of, like, you just – even even though, like, her debut was still kind of, like, quiet and reserved a little bit and, still, and she was still, like, in her feet wet, you just kind of knew, like, the more and more she gets into it, the more and more she would she's going to elevate her status in the league. And so it's fun to see that rise and now it's kind of starting to culminate starting with this title match and you know it, it it's going to be fun to watch and you know we we could possibly see history in the form of our first um, women champion in the singles division. So that could be really that could be really special. Let's go. I, I, I go ahead, Brian. I was just going to say, I just remember not that long ago, people being like, Kate is so stupid for her trade, so corruption could get Marisol, and da 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 and it's like, she's one step away from holding a belt. Mm-hmm. It, like, it's, it's, I'm excited, because, I mean, I wouldn't want to go up against her. Not when she's playing her best. Mm-hmm. So... We'll see. Marisol's a very tactful, tactful player, and yes. knows what she wants to do, and knows um, when to, you know, I think take a shot or a risk or spin away from it. And and she's always learning from from her not just her losses but her wins, and that makes her a very dangerous player uh, going forward because um, she's never resting on her laurels and. She's got a great faction behind her in terms of prep, and not not only just prep, but like pedigree. People have actually accomplished winning championships and playing for championships and winning tournaments. So she's got a lot in her favor. But I think um, whoever she faces, you know, they also have a lot of pedigree and great support systems. And so it's going to be a pretty incredible match. Whoever she ends up playing, I mean, at that point, mm-hmm. I think she has a great chance against either Irwin or Merle. Me the way too. that she's playing, I, mean, I think. I think she is so strong in so many I different divisions or so many different uh, categories. I guess I could say in, the the speed round always worries me about a first time player. In I a would championship agree. Match. Yeah. I would agree. Um, the fact that she's not going to have kind of like a warm up with like a tournament final, you know, like you might have. She's going to this as cold as you can go, and she's going to go up against players who have done this numerous times. So she's at a disadvantage in that sense. Not 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 her knowledge, but. How and it, plus, I don't think we know if it'll be digital, if it'll be in person. I, they're figuring that out, and I think it depends on who wins more so between Dan and Ethan. So, yeah, because you got to fly out Dan, uh, Ethan from Toledo. Yeah, since I wasn't, I just want to make sure I wasn't here for half of it. Did we talk about Smith Marisol enough? Did we cover it? Or? Yes. We pretty much covered it. I think we should go back to the Kane Blanchett thing. I, I really think we need a hammer. <laughs> hammer that in. Also, wait, actually, I do want to say one thing. Coy's argument of, like, is there any other Kate? When that he said that, valid. I was like, damn. That's actually pretty good. That's actually that was that's not bad. I'm not going to buy it, but that's not I, bad. It's a valiant effort. Like, I will say that there was, like, a one to two second range when I was like, well, maybe. No, <laughs> exactly. no, 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 this is I right. <laughs> right. I was like, like I was like, yeah. he's not wrong. <laughs> yeah. 
And numerous Google searches and screenshots of those Google searches have proved him right. There's been, they have, there's been so many screenshots yeah. in, the, in the Facebook group, yeah. on Twitter. Everyone is looking for a reason to one way or the other. Yeah. I will those say those, those quirky Merc fans, they, uh, they will ride for whatever any of those Mercs say, especially Koi. I mean, I was fighting for it. I was fighting for it because I have Smith in fantasy too. So I was, it was double whammy. Of course oh, you do. God. Yeah. yeah. Well, There's no way. There's no way in hell anyone could win a challenge like that. When you just give a first name. Yeah, that's it's a done deal. Like, <laughs> Oh, if there's something, though, with Koi, like, where you for, like, a second, you're like, well, no, 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 no. This yeah. is stupid. <laughs> no. Like, it's like that one, it's like that one meme where she's like, well. Mm, yeah. Well, yeah. 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 <laughs> so. um, all right. Well, with that, let's get to the big one, because this was uh, for probably four of the five of us here, the match of the night, the one that we were looking forward to <laughs> yeah. the most. Um, and this was the team's match between Shazam and Corruption. Shazam defending <laughs> their belts time. up against uh, Mike Kalinowski and Chance Ellison uh, in studio. So we got the whole experience. Although, and back to what I think Jill and Frank were talking about earlier, not a Shazam entrance outside of some small confetti. Uh, I, loved I loved the confetti that. so I did much. Too. I did when that. he did it over to Chance, and then Chance just had confetti on him for the rest of the match, yeah. I was like, "Yes, <laughs> that was great." Because what have we all been talking about for the last year and a half? We can't uh, see entrance. entrance, and then Bibbs just goes, mm. <laughs> and "That's it." They're like, oh, I, okay. I loved Brendan there. wiping it off Kalinowski. He was like, "Oh, let me just get that off." <laughs> <laughs> He pulled, uh, a, uh, he pulled a Ryan Johnson and subverted all our expectations. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, real quick, Devil Triggered. Uh, that's because it's public. It's on the Showdown YouTube channel. The movie. I mean, it's also probably should be posted. Like the link's probably also in Patreon somewhere. I would think. Yeah. So it's I it's out there it. for everybody. So you, go ahead if, if you do go search, I don't know if it's in the playlist yet. I don't think they added it to it. But if you're if you go to like videos, you have to go to the drop down and look at live streams. It'll be in there. It won't be in like the video section. So I think that's where some people are getting confused. Got it. Well, there you go. There you go. Um, all right, let's talk about this because Shazam is coming in and this is the second time that they face each other. Uh, they're coming in and defending their belts, trying to keep those belts uh, and, and kind of solidify their legacy at this point as one of the greater teams that we've seen in the movie. Shemodown. And uh, corruption is coming in to try and reclaim those belts and, and return as team champions um, and my God, did it live up to what we all expected. Um, I'll fast forward a little bit. After the second round, Shazam had a nine-point lead. Nine-point <laughs> yep. lead after the per second usual. round. Uh, which is very – it's very different when you have these two caliber of teams. But then because of Mike Kalinowski, Chance Ellison, the way they fight, the speed round specifically, uh, we end the fifth round in a tie ball game when we go to overtime. Uh, and it's, Ooh. and then it's just every man for himself. And it ends on a question that only one person got right. Yeah. Only yep. one person got right, which is like almost the fitting way for this, Absolutely. this, this match to end. Um, and interesting enough, it ended on a sports question for William Bibiani. Right? Yep. Like yep. very strange, very <laughs> strange. Um, yeah. But yeah, Shazam, they, they keep their belts. And I, I want to say this. Because I, I wasn't able to watch it live. I watched the first match live, and I was able to watch I just finished it today. So I actually watched this match in full today. I want to give the biggest respects 
to to Mike and Chance. The, these two are as much as as much crap as they get from a lot of people because they they're easy to hate being on corruption, being the bad guys. They are so respectable when it comes to the play of the game. The way that they all hugged at the end of the match, the way that Shane yeah. and McCoy embraced mm-hmm. each other, just everything about it was so right. Um, and they're one of the greatest teams that's ever done it. I mean, they've been long, they've been together for so long. Uh, I believe they're the only anarchy team left, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, they were not an anarchy. Were they? No, they weren't an anarchy team. Were yes, they not they an anarchy team? They were just right after. Because Bibbs was teamed up with Matt Nost during Anarchy for the Cinemaniacs. No, oh, you're talking about corruption. corruption. Oh, corruption. yeah, yeah. Corruption. corruption. They're the only, corruption. They're the only yeah. Anarchy team left. And, and for them to be that good this long, um, everyone should be giving them praise, not hate. Because they, they, they absolutely crush it. But Shazam, on the other hand, I mean, my God. These guys are ridiculous. So, floor is open to anyone. I loved the hug at the end where everyone's hugging and then Koi just comes in. He's like, at the very end, like, me too. <laughs> <laughs> but, dude, that match was insane. I, I, I'll be first to admit it. I was like, damn, they're done quick. Like, corruption yeah. was out of this fast. And then they kept building. And then they kept building. And it was like, holy crap, is this mathematically like possible? Oh, my God, it is overtime and to like jake said i love the fact that three of them missed the final and one got it right versus three getting it right in the one missing because you can't just blame it on that one person for not knowing now Mm -hmm. because everyone now basically flubbed and that one person got it so you're talking about the one person that got it and not the one that missed it and Mm -hmm. And that's that doesn't happen very often. For I mean, it, it doesn't. Ha- oh, here we go. Oh, here we go. <laughs> here we go. I don't, even hey, know, I, don't, I don't even know who this person is. Yeah. He's probably on a boat somewhere, right? Yeah, yeah on a boat in a suit. <laughs> we got beef. Of course, we got beef. <laughs> we got a lot of beef. Not? We have a whole butcher. <laughs> a whole butcher of beef. <laughs> Uh, when guy. don't we have beef? That's exactly. The only way, like our show, uh, literally runs off of beef. <laughs> like we are. We have. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, look, this 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 match was. I, so Shazam goes perfect. Chance goes perfect. Mike misses the one. Um, so it's already hot off to a hot start. And then we go to the second round. Third round, everyone gets it. Speed round. Uh, it's what we can kind of get into next because this was like the highlight of this match. Outside of the way it ended, this was the way that that, that it kind of just... Brendan gets the first question, and then it's a chance sweep from there. It is just Ooh. a full-blown sweep. Uh, like, within half a second of everything, like, buzzer answer, buzzer answer, buzzer answer for, for four straight questions. Um, I haven't seen someone answer buzzer questions like that since we saw Brendan do it at Spectacular two years ago. Uh, when they when they were in the title match, and obviously I will, I will say as far back as even Jeremy Johns when he played Hector Navarro, he was lights out on on the speed round. Um, so it reminded me of that, but also yeah, with uh, Brendan as well, yeah, yeah. And and yeah. we talked about it earlier, but this made me miss buzzers so much. Yes, yes. And this yes. is what I love about this round because it's you're going up against every everybody. It's not everyone gets a chance at a question or an answer. You you alone have a chance of getting one point for your team, or in singles case for yourself, and it's whoever's best. And also, you have to 
answer within two seconds. That's a whole other part of the game as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Chance uh, was going so fast. I didn't even realize until like the after that he was the one that said all four of those. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> that was all one person that answered most of those. It, it was incredible. It, uh, it was very impressive. Yeah. Yeah. This um, match was freaking insane. insane. What, I was, what I was gonna say is uh, regarding like the first two rounds between this, I had been talking about it for weeks leading up to this match that the way Shazam plays the first two rounds and the way Corruption can potentially play, but mostly how they've been playing these first two rounds. I was like, we, we could certainly see a repeat of of what happened the first time they played in, in those first two rounds. And I even said it, Brian, you didn't know, you, you're not going to know this part because you didn't watch the pre-show, like the mm-hmm. numbers part. Um, yeah. But in that segment, I talked about, stuff. yeah, I talked about how Mike has not answered in the team's, team's match for corruption. He has not answered uh, more than six questions in the first round. Oh, I did hear six that. Six straight matches. No, you didn't. And six straight I matches. I think Tim Sim said it somewhere. <laughs> I think that's okay. where I heard it. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. Yeah. Um, and so he did it again. He put up six points in this first round again, um, which is kind of like a mind-blowing stat that – because he has had better rounds. He's, he has had perfect first rounds in the past, but for whatever reason, now this would make it seven straight matches where he has not – been able to hit seven or more points um and then you know like their inner geekdom slice like what the hell happened yeah that That was very surprising i was sitting next to andrew guy for this whole match and i can't tell you how many times we looked at each other and went that's game that's game tim i was kidding like like, The fact that the fact that in my opinion to well current the current IG champion number one yes, and then yeah. also in in my opinion one of the best IG competitors we have in this league in Mike and Chance that they missed an IG question and then Bibbs gets the steal on it yeah, yeah. I missed two, missed two questions went. I I felt like the devour one was almost like that that was like, a brain fart yes there's there's. No way. Yeah. I Mike knows that nine out of ten times, except for a brain fart. There's no yeah. way that I believe Mike didn't know that. It absolutely was a brain fart. There's my, no my, way. My favorite thing to come out of all that though is Chandru's tweet. Oh, and I was yeah. just gonna bring it up. They Chandru <sighs> are going at it on yes, Twitter. They are. If you guys are interested. They are already going at it. They play in two weeks. Um, Mike, Mike and Chandru, but they it's Chandru and Shannon going at it. They play, yeah, they uh, play. Oh, is it next week? The 14th. Next, yeah, next Saturday, 14th, the 14th. Not this one, the next yeah, one. So, yeah, yeah. But yeah, if, if you're interested, the second Chandru saw it, like Molly said, he went straight for the heart. Just Dude, yeah. I would put, turn the, turn those notifications on for Chandru and Mike, because <laughs> let me tell you, it is going to be some of the most, it's nasty. Yeah, it's, it's gonna get it's gonna get bad. Don't forget to add part. Shannon in there too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and well, and Winston. Yeah. Dirty. Yeah, it's gonna be oh great. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Bring it. Bring it. Um, I don't. I, I did want to bring up back to the 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 second round with the IG slice. I was intrigued when they chose the slice. First of all, that they took a little bit to decide the slice. Yeah. They yeah. kind of contemplated it, but also it was an intergeek to mixed bag slice. It wasn't just IG. 
it was mixed bag. Sure. And so that leaves a little bit room to play in stuff that hasn't been touched or movies that are very obscure in the actual uh, division, uh, which might have played into it or maybe a, a question here and there. But either way, you're right. I think Mike struggling in IG, even even Chance, because Chance, look, he won the IG tournament last year. Yeah. It was definitely a little bit of a shock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, at that, at that point, I was like, oh, man, if they can't sweep this category and kind of like stop some of the bleeding from the first round. Yeah. I was like, Shazam's going to do yeah. it again. Like yeah. Shazam's being allowed to play their game, which is gain a huge ass lead and then be able to kind of work with it and, and not worry about what the other team's doing. And for the most part, that's pretty much what happened. And that's like how Shazam, you know, has won, you know, their previous 10 matches is jumping out to big leads. I mean, they've never trailed after the first two rounds or the first round. So and this was no different again in a title match against a really good team, a really great team in Corruption, who has been in many different situations against many different great teams. And they they get a golden opportunity with the IG slice, and, and they squandered it. And that could have, you know, I'm not sure it would have ultimately won them the match, but, like, it affects everything else from there on out. Agreed. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Match was pure insanity, and that match reminded me of how much I missed the buzzers, of yep. how much I missed yep. live events. Um, it was it was like the perfect cra- amount of craziness to be like, oh yeah, this is what we've missed the past year and a half. Like we got overtime, we got drama, we got shock. Like it was it was the perfect match. It was. Let me so- ask. You, Jill, and Frank, could you just like hear a pin drop through that? Yeah. Like, I, people... I, had to, I had to stand up, like, because I couldn't sit down anymore. I had to stand up. Like, there was there was a point where, like, when they missed their two point steal, and I was like, "That's the game. They can't come back from this." And then, of course, it's like, well, "No, I know how Chance does in the speed round, and it's the buzzers again." And of course, they come back, and it's this back and forth, and then for the like like it was equal parts everyone was losing their minds and then when the questions were being asked everything was on pins and needles because we were just it was it was in i like i said i literally had to stand up i might take it you could tell that it felt different and this is nothing against that match but it felt different from saul and amar and amaru's match mm-hmm. it, just oh, the yeah. vibe watching it from the screen like you could tell that everyone in the audience was completely hooked in you know just paying attention to everything that was happening yeah. that it was a super serious match not that the other one wasn't but that this this was just like on another level and, and then, it's the reason why it was the final match of the day for sure yeah and then even even for the overtime Matt, like the overtime yeah. question, the the movie release date question we all of us collectively in the crowd went Pips is gonna get this wrong it's gonna be corruption that's gonna win it and then they all get it right and we lose our minds and yeah. then the, and then it's the animated film with the cars three all of us go mike is gonna that was it. crazy i thought yeah. someone was gonna miss that question i thought someone yeah. was gonna miss that question yeah uh brendan so, said uh, has said that he's, he's never seen cars three. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yeah um, was, also yeah. he had a really just an incredible pool i asked him about this uh on saturday the miranda auto question what lies beneath um that pool, when he when he got it, just straight up, no multiple choice. I, I turned over to Ben, and he was just like, "What the hell? Like, how do you how do you know that? How do you get that?" And you know, Brendan, you know, 
he actually has to give credit to Griffin Newman and his Blank Check podcast. They did an episode on What Lies Beneath, and it made him go watch the movie. Or I think you even heard just on the podcast. Well, no, Leo, Leo, to your point, Frank, Leo said, said this. He watched it nine days yeah. before taping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's one of those crazy things because, look, if he if they have to check the multiple choice, they probably get it. But then they lose in regulation because yeah. they needed that point. So, and you, I mean, you can go to every type of scenario, but like that's one of those crazy pools that, that allows them to win or to get to sudden death and, and – and ultimately win it, but like that Miranda out of question. I don't. There's a very short list for like pools of the year. Like that's probably near the top. I don't know what the list is offhand, but I mean, everyone in that crowd was just like, "How do you know that?" And then you know, <laughs> then like in the moment, it's just mind blowing because it's like, "Holy hell, they really are as good as they've actually they've been this entire time." Like they're legit, like the greatest team of all time. And it's pools uh, like that that solidify that and cement that status um and it's all because and i was talking about what brent brendan the other day talking about this question again and it's like or maybe even said on the rundown as well um there's studying movie trivia and then there's watching movies Mm -hmm. because you love movies and he got that answer right because he loves watching movies he watched the movie you know and so Jesus. It's just there's very there's there's a litany of ways to prepare for the schmodown other than perusing Wikipedia and IMDb. It's you know, or Wikipedia a hole. Yeah, or Wikipedia. <laughs> uh, real real quick, uh, before I do have a question that's uh, that Frank just brought up. And I'm going to ask a question to the panel here, but I want to give you a couple super chats here. Tim Tim, first off, I was in a main event promo that Nerd Chronic did. I'm now real. <laughs> yeah, you were. Uh, proceeds to fanboy explicit now. Uh, yes, congratulations, Tim. That was awesome. That was really, really cool. It's to like see you it's like there. a Star Wars competitor. It's like you've made it when Brian yeah. Ward makes you do a poster. <laughs> when you're an after uh-huh. show, you Dude, made it when you're on a poster for Laura Kelly, as she's like Ray with like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. so good. That was ridiculous, like, ridiculous. So did her tweet today to him. If you ever stop doing this, I'm throwing <laughs> all my electronics in Lake Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, next one's from Theral. Kevin Smith's birthday today. Coco does. Ah. Oh, I get it. I get it. I get it. Uh, And then we had uh, a couple more here from one next one from Theral. Someone type Jill is Sean's wife. Blame Frank. Uh, Is Makuga in the chat? We are not. (laughs) Like Makuga always says that we're married and we're not. We're not even engaged. Uh, Talk to Sean Sullivan about that What am I being blamed for? I don't know. Because you're Frank. No, it's hashtag WTF Frank. What's Frank? What's Frank? Frank. Uh, And then this leads into my question that I had, actually. Uh, I was going to ask you, uh, everyone, is Shazam top three team of all time, included with Shire Wolves and Patriots? Yes. Easily. Yeah. But where do they rank in that top three for you? Because Tim Sim does ask here, Shazam or Patriots for best team of all time? And then Koi's manager of the year chances as well. Thoughts? Okay, I, I can go. Yeah, go, uh, Frankie. Yeah, we're waiting for you. <laughs> <laughs> we we want to pick off of what you say. Okay, right. I see. okay. No, that's smart. Yeah. No, that's like the smartest thing you said all show. Um, <laughs> Drink your damn Baja Blast and shut uh, it's it. It's over. It's done. I'm, I'm so addicted to this stuff. I want to. Okay. Anyway, so Shazam to me, and I love the Shirels. Like 
Charlotte, well, I've been I've been banging that drum since they retired that they're the greatest team of all Same. time. And Shazam is now the greatest team of all time, in my opinion. Christian doesn't think so, and that's fine. Even after this win, I talked to him at the cantina, and he's like, you're out of your mind. I was like, I'm not out of my mind. I, I'm just smarter than you. I've already, I've already gotten to the point where you're eventually going to get Christian. Believe me. Um, but with that said, I just, I just need Shazam to keep on winning, which is, you know. Um, tough. Tough. Not as stressful for me, but very stressful for them. Um, they are the greatest team of all time. I mean, yeah, sure, they only have one defense, but they are two-time team's champion, right? They've put up the first ever perfect uh, match, even if it was a digital match, you know, the first team to ever do that in a title match setting, digital or otherwise, sure. Their numbers are through the roof. They, they, they're they at the top of every category in the team's division. They have multiple perfect first rounds as a team, uh, as well as individually when they're not both, you know, hitting nine points. Uh, their accuracy rates through the roof, I mean, they continue to build, blow out these teams in the first two rounds, and if it wasn't for the betting, the way the betting or uh, sorry, the buzz around set up, no one could ever catch up to them, you know. And 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 sure, like they miss a five, but I think the grit of a championship team is to withstand a miss in a big spot and still gut it out and win it in sudden death. And they check all these boxes for what makes a great team. And, and they've won a couple championships. They defended it once in a live setting against a two-time team champion. You know, um, to me, they are the greatest team of all time, and they've played very tough competition. Not to say that Shirewolves didn't, but I think at this point, Shazam has played more tough teams than Shazam or than the Shirewolves were able to play during during their time. So it's you know, it's it's a pretty easy argument for me. Other people will feel differently because Patriots have six title defenses, and I get that. That's a hell of a feat. Hell of a feat, but, like, they never should have gotten past track, if you ask me. You know, so, and and to, and look, to be a great team, you also got to capitalize on breaks as well. And Patriots did that time and time again, and that makes them one of the scrappiest, um, greatest teams of all time. But right now, to me, the greatest team of all time, right now, is Shazam. I would completely agree with that. I do think Shazam is the best, and I I love the Shirewolves as well. I think this is a great way of putting it, too, from Linus. Shazam is the best team. The Patriots had the best run. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is a really, really good way of putting it. Um, but I, I do think the top three in conversation are Shirewolves, Patriots, and Shazam. Oh, Probably yeah. a combination yeah. of those three. Molly, yeah. Jill, Brian? I agree. I, I, I think that's... I think I agree with everything that's been said so far. Uh, the Shower of Wolves, I think, might have a bigger fan base of, of them as a team. A bigger impact, I think, the Shire Wolves mm -hmm. have. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you can't deny Shazam being up there uh, in the running for best team. I mean, they're 11-2. Yeah. Eleven and two. Right. Yeah, that's... and they're not even. They haven't even been a team for that long. Like no. that's what's crazy about it. Uh, and if I'm not, and I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, both their losses have come in championship matches, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They also a couple in founding fathers. Yeah. That's so their first when they got together, they they won until they lost at spectacular, and then they lost the titles to Odd Couple. Like, wow. Yeah, and then they then they replay Odd Couple. And they pitch a perfect game. Yeah. Yeah. It wouldn't have mattered if Andrika was there or not. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, 
I mean, I can throw out a list of stats, which Christian hates, but I'm like, dude, am I just supposed to ignore this? And because like, if the only thing you want to look at is title defenses and title wins, all right, that's a very, very, you know, um, narrow view of how you determine who's the greatest team of all time. I think there's more to that, uh, in my opinion, but if like, all you want to cite is, is championships. Cool. That's cool. But like, you know, my Chicago Bulls, you know, the Jordan Bulls, like, yeah, they won six championships, but like, but people will also cite their numbers and how dominant they were. That's what makes them one of the best teams, one of the greatest teams of all time, like the 96 Bulls. It's like, yeah, they They're won your the championship. Chicago Bulls? I thought That's they were right. Pe- I thought they were Peggy's Chicago Bulls. Yeah, well, she gets them on the weekends every oh, week. Okay. <laughs> Joint custody. Yeah, we do. <laughs> but so it's like, then what good are what good are stats or those numbers like in determining if you're gonna have this argument of gracing of all time? You have to factor that into somewhere, I would think, in, in a logical sense. But you know, again, if all you want to do, and I'll and I I'll say this to Christian. I've said it to Christian. Like, I get it. You like to look at championships and title wins. Cool. I so do I. But then I take it a step further because. Many teams have now been multiple champions and have defended at least once. They're in the same class. But then I go, well, how am I going to start separating these teams? Okay, who they played, how have they played, and that's that's my method for determining it. Um, uh, Peggy, you can you can have the Bears because that front office is woof. <laughs> <laughs> but I love the Bears as well. But they got just I, I, I have hope. I have yeah, I have hope for them, but. I mean, we just got Lonzo Ball today, so... Yeah. You also got Caruso. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, we, we're pretty good. We got Levine and Vucevic, and so it's... It, anyway, so anyway, but, like, greatest <laughs> team of all time. Sh- Shazam. <laughs> anyway, down. Yeah. Uh, all right, any final thoughts on, on Shazam corruption before we get to these tournaments real quick? I'm very curious to see who Shazam's mat- next match is. Me too. I believe it's the winner of final exam lightning time, correct? Yeah, that's what I mean. Oh. Like oh, oh, those yeah. are those are two yeah. really good teams that I would yeah. that I'm very excited. Either way, like you know, you're gonna get a really good match. Ethan and Liz would be the way they're playing right now would be yeah. scary good. Yeah. It's gonna be a fun time. But if but if Lon's on an A game with Paul it's yeah. it's kind of the same look it's, it's like i think lightning time final exam and corruption they're all very similar types of teams yeah in terms of their makeup and like how they play because there's an a player and there's a b player and their b players are kind of inconsistent they can play great that's what makes them a great teams and, and that's why they've been winning but they can kind of be okay especially like in those first rounds liz she hasn't had a perfect first round in teams. She consistently scores like five points in the first round, right? Uh, Lon Harris, he's up and down. He, you don't know. You don't yeah. know that guy. Yeah. And then same thing with corruption with Mike. He can play great, but he hasn't. He, 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 can, he just can't get over six points in the first round. And when you play a team like Shazam, that just puts up double perfect, you know, first rounds between Bibbs and, and Brendan. Like you find yourself in a hole real quick, a four point deficit. Going to the second round. And so, not to say that Lightning Time or Final Exam could not beat Shazam. That can certainly happen. Obviously, there's history between Final Exam and Shazam that does not favor Final Exam. And if Ethan Irwin continues to play the way he's been playing, 
that's gonna be one hell. Of, that's gonna that's gonna look like Lightning Time versus Shazam would probably look like Shazam versus Corruption, you know. And we we know what Shazam Final Exam looks like, but I think Lightning Time versus Shazam will look like what we just saw here at Collision, potentially. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then real quick on Tim's second half, Koi's chances at Manager of the Year. Really good. Uh, yeah. At Hi. This point, yeah. Hi. Yeah. If it I mean, he's got, so Dimalonzo right has two ti- two title fin- title defenses. Yeah, Shazam has yeah. one, and if they keep winning, that's kind of a lock in my opinion. Even if they yeah. don't win the faction race, I think if they defend that many titles over the year, he also drafted Josh Horowitz, who's like that is very true. That, that is where you're like, because I've been sitting here going, well, I mean, he's really only had. Dimwanta and Shazam, like he does have a whole rest of the team, but then you remember that, and that's what pot for me might send it over the edge because that man is oh hi Thomas. Uh that man is something else. For sure. And if they go on yeah. deep runs, like to be scary. I mean, like yeah. they have like three legit options in that four well i mean pretty yeah they have like all four of their options are really legit i mean even even perry going against ben like like she's she's a lot better and and she knocked out mike in the first round like bateman could easily fall suspect to that that you know and josh horowitz you know we saw he played against jen kemp like Mm -hmm. even though it wasn't like the best game he ever played he still was able to beat someone like jen kemp Who's mm-hmm. also been playing really well. And Jen is Jen's a lot better than I was expecting her to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She won our star, our Harry Potter trivia. She did. She did. <laughs> She's a really underrated player, and, and it's finally kind of broken through a little bit this year with free for all and how she's been playing yeah. her other matches. So you know, really happy to see her success despite the wins not being there. But then you know, again, Brendan and Bibbs in the tournament, like, yeah, it's gonna be like they're <laughs> set up. They're set up. Yeah. 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 Uh, all right. Let's let's shift gears here a little bit, and this one comes from Ed, the great Ed Haskell here. Uh, hey, gang. Christian just posted the Star Wars tourney. Uh, <laughs> two different brackets and matchups. One if Harper beats Demolanta, and two option if Harper loses. I like how you said if <laughs> yeah. Harper wins and Harper loses, rather than if Harper wins and Demolanta wins. <laughs> yeah. Uh, great. Nice, Ed. Nice. That, and that must be just because uh, Thomas is in the chat. But either way, let's get to this. So I'll go with the first one here. Uh, this one includes uh, Andrew DeMolanta. So this is what it looks like if Andrew DeMolanta were to lose his upcoming match to Thomas Harper. So we have the Damon Battle Royale on the top left. Uh, <laughs> and they are, the same- <laughs> they are on the same side of the bracket as Joseph Scrimshaw, who will be making his debut for Corruption this year. And Nikki DeMolanta is confirmed for the suspects. Uh, as their Star Wars representative. And then again, if Demolanta Andrew loses up against Thomas, they'll be playing Ross, who will be their uh, representative. Thomas has the belt. And then Laura and Gold Leader will be facing each other um, in the bottom half. And then on the flip side, if Thomas, or excuse me, if Demolanta were to win, this is what it looks like. Laura versus Eric Whiteley on the bottom, uh, replacing Andrew Demolanta. And then you have Thomas and Scri- Oh my God. Thomas yeah. and <laughs> playing each other. And Nikki Whoa. and Gold Leader playing each other. Um, 
This is cruel. This is cruel yeah, and unusual. So this, is yeah. this, this is so oh wrong. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Like, First ugh, off, it hurts my brain. I am salty. At, well, actually, to be honest, I don't the think the fact it, that Scrimshaw and Harper together, that's not oh. fair. It's not fair. I'm what salty that on this one, let's see. This one, we couldn't have both the couples on one side of the bracket. Right? Last why why has to play Alex? Yeah, why can't Nikki Andrew play Nikki? Why couldn't we have Andrew play Nikki, <laughs> Alex play Molly, winner places, plays the other spouse of the other person? It, yeah, I demand a redraft. I demand a redraft. Perfect. This is insane. <laughs> oh, darn. But you can't roll one. dice one way and have the other couple not play each other. You got it. That's not okay. Come on. <sighs> the, the, the only issue that I have with this bracket is that these brackets is that this is where the brackets start. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, there's not like other rounds before this where we could get to this point. Because that'd be fun. Oh, because I would like to see all these people get some wins and build it up. But like, we have to start like literally on the finish line and and it's all clogged everyone's you know step and step and it's just god like like can you imagine ridiculous. Only see joseph once this year like there's a chance yeah. we only see him once can you yeah. just for one second i know this was so long ago and it got shut down really early can you imagine if this tournament would have actually been the 16 exactly that's oh. what i was gonna say like, just I, look at the eight that we have right now <laughs> add another eight to it i don't think i want to see it happen next year i, I want to see it happen next year i really there will do. be enough players next year for sure to be a 16 tournament for sure oh god there will definitely be more added but yeah this is this is cruel and there's also a lot of players who were even left off the list yeah uh, mention ace cabrero is nowhere to be found yeah. Um, on either side, Sean Sullivan was nowhere to be found. Um, it's hard decisions had to be made, obviously. Uh, but yeah, this is no Marie, no Marie. That's yeah. It. yeah, and no Marie, and again, kind of going to the two ace dragon complex. I mean, I mean, they had their shot in the other tournament, sure. Yeah, and it's like the ace factor, right? It, yeah. it, Marie played the first one. She kind of played the beginning of the year. Now Nikki's kind of taking over the back half of the year. But after the way Nikki played last week, it, it's a pretty safe yeah. bet. We talked about that that Hoey Nikki match and the way that she played. I'm not surprised at all that she's in the tournament. Thomas, yeah. now you're now you're just out of control. <laughs> <laughs> the question writers would quit. Jill, Jill's face. I'm gonna go back and screenshot that or, it or something. But Jill's face to that. Because <laughs> like I both love it, and it's also like, oh god. That just sounds like torture. Okay. Like, Brian I think Ward, we should have a Star Wars free for all at Celebration. Yeah, I Brian Ward just is just. I would love oh. to have like an actual all day <laughs> tournament. Yeah, like where you're playing three matches in one day. It's tournament like the Karate Kid. You know? It's yeah. Just like, <laughs> yeah. We need that to happen. We need that to happen. Whether it's Star Wars singles, Star Wars. any other like just a, a tournament event. Oh man. I would the question say. writers are currently writing their letters of resignation. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> at the idea of that prospect, yeah, I, I don't blame them. Um, oh my god, man, that would be that. I think that's like that's gonna be like the next evolution of a live event is an actual tournament day. Yeah, tournament yeah. event, right? I mean, if 100%, we do like 100, like 
That'd be a long day. You might have to actually run two matches at the same time to do it, get it all done in one day. Pick a match. Pick a match to go <laughs> Yeah. Or, or it could be a two-day event, which would be freaking insane. You know, you could do one side of the bracket and then... No way, man. You just keep going until you lose. You just keep going. Molly's yeah, sitting I mean, here going, shut up. Shut up. <laughs> I mean, I'm, sure, I'm sure Christian's writing notes right now. Oh, I'm going to tell him. I'm going to tell him. I'm I'm gonna, dude. Might uh, as well do it all in one, all at once, all in one go. Like, why not? Yeah. <laughs> just make the Star Wars division, like, you you do it twice a year. Two big tournaments, beginning and the end. And they all these competitors get to study for those two big tournaments, and that's all you have. And it's just God, chaos. I want, I, want this, I want it to happen now. <laughs> oh, man. That's um, so, all right, so cool. I'm, I'm not going to ask everyone's final, but I'm going to ask everyone's favorite match they're looking forward to in the first round. I'll start Other with this. Other than Alex and Molly. Other Alex than Alex and Molly. And Molly. That's Other the one I'm most looking Molly. forward to. Um, what other match are you looking forward to on this bracket? <laughs> Joseph and Nikki. Ooh, and cool. Laura and Goldleader. Okay, that's <laughs> Laura and Goldleader is fun. That's for one. <laughs> Lauren Goldleader is definitely my pick. Yes, I agree with you, Molly. The yeah, amount of crap yeah. that those two are going to talk to each yeah. other would be fantastic. I'm actually pretty curious about if it were to happen, Dimalanta and, R- and Ross. That are that one is very interesting to me because while Ross has only played a little bit in the FCL, he's still kind of a more of an unknown quantity. Ross and is good. He, he is very impressive, and that is not. For, like, Andrew being a former champion at that point, to have to play – I mean, everyone is obviously just kind of screwed, <laughs> whoever they have to play in the first round. But, like, that one is – that's that's tough. And especially with the way Thomas Harper talks him up. And I know Brad – uh, I've talked to Brad about Ross and very impressive. So, <clears throat> that's – but, yeah, I do agree The Lori Kelly gold leader is – that's, like, primetime television. That's yeah. that's money. That is so <laughs> yeah. much. That should be with, that should be on both with, versions of the bracket. I don't care. I mean, with, with how smug Gold Leader is, I cannot wait to see how Laura yes. reacts to that. Yes. <laughs> I need it. No, but that means uh, I need, that means Andrew would lose. No, I can't have that. Oh. Yes, <laughs> yes, Harper, I believe in you. Oh, All right, next one. Uh, we'll go ahead and wrap up the show with this one because this is also a big one that was announced earlier today. The IG tournament bracket. Um, with a couple surprises in there, obviously because of things that have shifted over the last couple days, um, specifically that Ethan Irwin edition down there at the bottom. But we have Parker uh, and Jesse Swift, which actually premieres on Wednesday, uh, and then Paula Yam and Ethan Irwin, Chance Ellison and Moose Haas, and then Saul and Brandon Hanna. Saul gets his rematch up against Brandon Hanna in the first round. Thoughts? Can you throw that up again real quick? Yeah. <laughs> I, I just I'm stoked for Saul and Brandon Hanna to be honest because mm, and sure. that them announcing that collision and Brandon just like nodding his head was just <laughs> great and I know the backs like the whole history between the two of them I think that's gonna be a really fun one. I think the the Paul Yama Ethan Irwin is yeah it's great because now now this this rivalry has now transferred into a third division, which is always fun. And interesting because it's and and I like the match because this isn't like their specialty of choice. It's something that they're pretty good at. Oh, I mean, at least we know Paul's pretty good at it. We're gonna find out how good Ethan can be in Intergeekdom. Uh, certainly, I think Star Trek right in his wheelhouse, obviously. But uh, that one is most intriguing because I know they both have great respect for each other, 
And now that they're they're entering a new division for the first time, well, Ethan is, and Paul's fairly young with the division. Uh, that is intriguing to me, but I think the one that that really does that is going to be a lot of fun to watch is Saul and Brandon Hanna. Um, That's mine too. Yeah, that that was a lot too. of fun to watch. Yeah. See now, I'm. I'm very curious about the the moose first chance. That is a very interesting one too. These are all good. Damn and man. so Snake Jazz, I know you're Finstock. I I don't think that that's moose a, is legit. Moose is legit. Yeah, moose is not someone to screw with. Like he he's good. But I mean, he in is, the sense that Chance won the tournament last year, and now Moose is going to have to face a tournament winner. I get I, it. Yeah, but, but I, that's not someone I would want to draw in the first round, like ever. I mean, <laughs> Moose going up against Chance is like Jesse going up against Parker. It just it it happens. If anything, right? I, honestly, and this is no slight to Jesse, but like Chance should have played Jesse, Parker should have played Moose. If you know, but it is what it is. Uh, yeah. I don't. I don't know. I'm very curious to see what this Paul and Ethan match does. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Paul. Paul could be very sneaky. Um, but I. I think I'm actually most interested about that Cause, chance. Because I mean, if, when you look at that bracket, like it's set up for Parker to reach the final. Not gonna lie. Like, because mm-hmm. yeah. Parker is gonna have to face Jesse Swift, who look, he's just not ready at this moment. He can be in the future, I believe, but like at this moment. He doesn't have enough time to really get up to speed, especially to the level of Parker. And then, forecasting ahead, Parker would have to play either Paul Oyama or Ethan Irwin, whose specialty is not inner geekdom. Yeah, it's a very yeah. favorable favorable route for Parker. So again, Parker, much like last year, has expectations put on him. Crazy <laughs> stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect timing, Brandon. Perfect timing. Um, all right. Well, I think that's going to wrap up tonight's every, uh, tonight's show, guys. Did we get enough conversation about everything that kind of happened this week. Got the tournaments. Got to all four matches. Any final thoughts on everything that's been happening over the last week in Shmoe before we kind of wrap up? We're live. I feel like the ball is just literally just picking up speed. It's just going <laughs> to keep going. It's just going to keep going. Um, I, I know someone asked in the chat if we have match predictions. We'll actually make those on the show this week. Um, on our reaction, so check those out on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Um, of course, check out the rundown with Frank every single Thursday at six. Frank, right? Yeah, sure. Thursday at six. Um, so you can you can check out our show first and then go to the rundown afterwards. You know, make sure you do that. Yeah. We are live at that time as well. Sure. Um, and then uh, Jill and Molly, if you guys want to uh, do a little happy hour plug, it's all yours. Yeah, this Saturday uh, we are doing happy hour with uh, one and only Paige for Brady. Uh, and it is going to be broadcast live from my new apartment. Uh, wish Molly could be here. We'll have to plan one where Molly can actually join us. Don't forget about me. I'll be on the computer screen <laughs> drinking by myself. <laughs> but it, uh, it'll be a fun one. We're, we're getting the drink underway. Uh, so we should have that put in the next couple of days. But it'll be fun. So um, make sure to tune in. For sure. I'm so um, excited for that. That's going to be a fun Me one. Too. That's going to be a real, real fun one. Um, all right. Before we head out, I'll let everybody kind of let their uh, socials be known online to everyone watching. Uh, Frank, why don't you kick us off? Uh, you can. Don't follow me. 
I actually, if you follow <laughs> me, unfollow me. Unfollow me on Twitter. Unfollow me on Instagram. There's nothing there. Just you can unfollow me at FrankieJ29 on Instagram and Twitter. And uh, have a pleasant evening. Uh, Molly? Uh, you can find me at Molly. It's hard to follow. <laughs> You can find me uh, constantly messing with Alex for the next couple of weeks and changing all of his notes to wrong answers. Um, and, you know, on Twitter at Molly Damon and Star Wars Explained, I guess. Whatever. And Malix. And Malix, yeah. Uh, Brian? Uh, B of Alcino on Twitter and Apocalypse Movies with Jake. What are we talking about on Tuesday? Undecided because it depends on what people watch. Mm. Jill? Uh, Jill Marie on Twitter and Instagram, two Y's, two E's, and you can also catch me on Schmodown Post Interviews sometimes. Oh. She's getting too big for us, guys. Yeah, we <laughs> too big for we're us. have to start paying her. Yeah, we might have to pay her to keep her. Um, you can find me at Qui-Gon Jake, two ends, someone else took it before I did. Uh, Schmodown POV on Twitter, Streamlabs, Patreon. Uh, telling you guys it's a fun time. We just did our Harry Potter bar movie trivia. Um, Jen Kemp won as far as the players go. Sean Wingblade, who's actually competing in the FCL tomorrow. Yeah. Won Harry, he won our Harry Potter uh, trivia as far as our patrons go. So shout out to Sean and, and uh, good luck tomorrow, bud. And then, yeah, check us out everywhere in the description. It has everything. Thank you to everyone who's been watching. And uh, we look forward to more crazy Shimona in the coming weeks. Frank, thanks again for joining us, man. And we'll uh, catch you guys next time. There you guys. Bye.